0: The force of خوب، four, پشت on the floor. Hold on, as is the God. Hold on, the
1: third of the two, third the Welcome back to the Gobazan Podcast. My name is Aria Alavverdi. Uh, today, we're going to be previewing, reviewing the Persian Golf Pro League and all other domestic competitions in Iran, as well as the AFC Champions League. Uh, today, to do so, I'm joined by my good friend, Sina Sayemian. Uh, howdy, my friend.
0: How yeah! great to speak to you. Great to be on again. And uh, we have a special guest today, don't we?
1: Yes, we've got a special guest, uh, PGPL expert. Uh, we had you on um, earlier on in the year. Erfan, Jose howdy, my friend.
2: Uh, hello, are you Hi, Sina. Yeah, thank you guys again for having me on again. Um, yeah, it's, great. it's a pleasure. Yeah, how are you guys doing? It's great to have
1: you on there, Phan. Uh Always needed your insight in one of these episodes uh, regarding domestic leagues. Uh, so it's good to have you on and I appreciate you You taking the time to do so. Uh, guys, as I mentioned, we are going to cover everything surrounding uh, domestic football uh, in Iran. Uh, we're going to start off. Uh, straight into it. Uh, before we do so though, uh, make sure you subscribe to us on, on YouTube and also you can support our work on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Uh We're also on other podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. So subscribe on, on there as well and leave a like and rating uh, as well. Appreciate it. Okay, so straight into it then. League champions for the Persian Golf Pro League was Police this season. Um, Erfan, coming to you first. What was the what was the the, the season like for Perspolis? Obviously, they, they won it. Uh, Sepahan uh, took it close for for quite a good portion of the season, but overall, how would you sum up uh, Perspolis season? Uh, yeah, Perspolis they had a very very good
2: season. They start they they kind of fell off a bit uh, at the start of the second half of the season, but uh, Gold Mohamedi um and as uh, boys were able to pull it back they had a fantastic end to the season i think they won their last 10 games uh and they didn't give anyone a chance to catch up to them uh, the only team like you said sepahan who gave them uh, a good challenge uh, they dropped points to malavan a few uh, a few weeks before the end of the season which ultimately cost them the title uh, they were leading uh, before that and uh, personally, I think one of the main factors in their success was uh, the failure in the last season because after they finished second last year, you know, they their management um, or Darwish who was their president. Um, he he got he made a really, he made some really good signings, including uh, Beran and uh, George Gavelsiani, who's right now uh, been called up for the Georgia national team, and then also Puleganj, Said Saderi, and Lokadier, Le who left. Uh, but yeah, very very good. A uh, job by the Perspolis management there, um, you know we didn't really expect that. It's not something common in Iranian football, so it's good to see teams with good management.
1: Yeah, and Sina, of course, um, you know, again, uh, this is uh, Perspolis' fifteenth title uh, in their history. Um, they are the most successful team. Is that right in in the in in the in the country? Uh, what what yes, what yes. do you what what do you make of 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 that then? You know, obviously um they fought back quite well to to beat sepahan and get a, ahead of them um how how do you make of it for for the title title winning season for, for first
0: police? i think it's a it's a great achievement by God mohammadi of course it's not his first league title as first police manager and um i think this season in particular and one thing that i, I want to to um kind of go kind of dig in a little bit more is the fact that the, the foreign managers in the league are of great quality compared to previous years. You know, you look at the title challenges um, in Sepahan with Jose Moraes on the bench, Esagol having Ricardo, uh, Salpinto, and of course the Rock Tour with Paco Hemas, who was probably the biggest surprise out of all of them, uh, him coming up in uh, or turning up in Iran. So, it's, it's a good achievement. It's a great achievement by Konoha Hamadi. but obviously having the best team on, on paper certainly helps. There's a lot of um, national team players who, who play for Paris police. And I think a um, probably the most important factor, the fact that the core of the team has been there for a, for a long time. Uh, so you've got some um, main players like Beyron Van, Torabi, etc., who've been there for a while. So they not just, they, they understand what it takes to win the league, but also... And um, making up that core of the team makes it easier for the for the new players to kind of settle in. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 keen to hear what you think, everyone, in terms of the new managers coming in. How have they done? Um, and do you think Sephan in particular should they be disappointed that maybe they didn't push Perspolis far enough to 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 get that um, to get that title?
2: Uh, yeah, you're right. We did have uh, a lot of better. Uh, foreign coaches this season compared to previous seasons. Uh, Sepahan, who finished second. Yeah, Jose Moray is a very, very good coach. Uh, he coached Al-Halal before. And that uh, was Jose Mourinho's assistant uh, numerous times before. So, And uh, I wouldn't say they should be disappointed. Uh, but they should expect more next season, I think. Because with the players they had, um, like Shary al Nur Nourafkan, uh, rezai on Timelli's uh, starting right back at the World Cup I think they should have um, maybe at least uh, tried to uh, try to have won one cup like the hasfi uh, but they didn't sadly for them uh, so but they but they do have a lot to to look forward to next season they also have a good management they sign big players they sign a lot of foreign players um and then Paco Kham, as you mentioned the tractor uh he had even though they finished fourth, I still think uh, he had a very good season. Uh, Paco Jiménez took over in the middle of the season after uh, Corban Burdiob left. So um, I think he still did a good job with them. And I think they will do a lot better next season, even though they had a, a shocking, loss, shocking loss to and at, at the end of the season, which was a 7-1 loss. Um, I think maybe that was just because it was the end of the season. The players didn't really have much to play for. And uh, it, it, even though it was a really, really big loss, I don't think it should affect what Paco Jemez has done throughout the past season. Um, and then another one of the foreign coaches, Ricardo Sapinto. Uh, this one's a bit debatable. Uh, Sapinto has been uh, limited, I would say, uh, because he wasn't able to sign any players himself this season. Uh, when he joined Estela at the beginning of the season, the transfer window was um, already done, and all the players had already been signed. And then during the winter transfer window, uh, Esteglal had a transfer ban. uh, So they weren't able to sign any players. Uh, I still think he's done a very good job with the players he's had. Uh, Finishing third is not usually something good for Esteglal. But in a situation like this, I think it was uh, something they should
0: be proud of. So where do you think they could have... Improved, you know, certainly in terms of the squad. So, if if they didn't have that transfer ban, where would you have seen them uh, reinforcing the squad? Uh,
2: that's a good question. First of all, I think that Astagwal need a really good, uh, a a good midfielder. Uh, right now, they have Ruz Chesmin. He, he's in, still in team Melli and uh, Ara azavand who's uh, who's had a good end of the season, but uh, they need that. They need a kind of playmaker position. They they did they have needed one for years. I still don't know why they haven't signed anyone proper. They did try their luck with Azizbek Amanov, uh, the Uzbek international last season, but that didn't work out for them. And then another one, Um, the left-back position has been a big problem in Asterlal. Um, Even though they have Jafar Salmani, who used to play uh, in the, the Portuguese league, and also Abul Fazio who had a good stint at the World Cup, uh, I think there's been problems with Abul Fazio and uh, the Esteval board, there's rumours that he's going to leave. And the uh, Jafar Salmoni just hasn't been doing what he should be doing. And uh, I think yeah, those are the two main positions that Estadal need to improve on.
0: Sorry, Aria, just before you move on to the next question, I also wanted to ask about Fulod because I find them quite intriguing in terms of you look at the squad and you look at what, what they've been through in the past 12 months, you know, getting to the Champions League knockout stages and then... Nekunam leaving just before. Was it the Al-Halal game that he just he left just before? Um, yeah. And also, again, you look at the squad, they've got the likes of Deja but also they had young, talented players such as Hasbavi, who's now left to join al Sadd. How do you rate their season and how do you think Mansourian has done coming in? And do you expect big changes uh, in the team or on the bench in terms of the technical staff going ahead um, into next season?
2: Yeah, Fulad, um, I don't think they had a very good season at all. Um, first of all, when Javad Nekunam was there, uh, they were they were getting the results against the big teams, but then they struggled a lot against the smaller sides. Uh, they beat police, they got a draw against Estelar, and they beat Sepahan as well, I believe. Uh, so they did well under Nekunam against big teams, but then they struggled against smaller sides. And then in the AFC Champions League, they got to the quarterfinals, Nekunam... I still don't know why he did what he did and left. Uh, just two days, I think, forty eight hours before, probably the biggest game of uh, full out history. Um, and then Mansourian came in for the remainder of the league. Um, I don't expect Mansourian to stay in Fat Out at all. Uh, he he's just not big enough for Fulad. Fulad will probably go for um a foreign manager. Uh, because uh, Mansourian, even though he's gotten results and results in the Champions League before, he's just not um, a big manager. Uh, we saw I think there was a clip uh, from last season where Fulad uh, scored against bottom of the league night, Suleiman, and he was celebrating way too much. Um, so yeah, I don't think Mansourian will stay at all, and Fulad's season was not very good. Uh, compared to the previous seasons. Last season, they won the Super Cup against Persepolis. The previous season, they won the Hasfi against Esteghlal. So they should be aiming uh, a lot higher than, uh, than I think it was eighth place to finish this season.
1: Okay, let's move on to the Hasfi Cup then. You just spoke about it there. Um, of course, uh, massive drama as usual, as per usual when it comes to the to, to Tehran clubs. Um, Persepolis won it in extra time uh 2-1 uh talk us through the game air fun, obviously uh more odd man um uh, equalized and in, in stuff time uh, and then obviously um they got the goal in the extra time so speaking to about the, the game how was it
2: um, so
1: the game from the first
2: minutes a lot of drama uh, every referee decision was being protested by the players, the fans, the staff, it was crazy. But like I said, it's normal between the Tehran clubs. Uh, Torabi scored a very, very good goal uh, just outside the box. Um, and during the 25th minute, I believe it was. And then um, after that, especially during the second half, Astaqa put on a lot of pressure. Um, and then when all hope was lost, uh, they got—they scored off um, Hossein Muradman Manhedar. Uh, with Salah, not Salah Adani, but Said Mehri getting the assist from a free kick right side of the box. Uh very good header in the 90 plus 11th minutes to take uh, the game to extra time. Uh, very unexpected. Everyone thought the game was over. Uh, but then that's where Sapinto... I, I don't know what happened exactly, but he got sent off by the referee. There are, uh, people are saying that he was throwing uh, bottles of water back at the press police fans because they were throwing it at him. I think hey, that's very unprofessional of him. Yeah, there was a video it's, of it as well, wasn't there? Yeah, it, there was it, a it did, video it. did of happen, that. it did happen. It did happen, yeah. And uh, even though the press police fans started it, uh, at the end, they're just fans. As a manager, you have to keep your cool. You have to be professional, especially in that type of situation. Um, I think he got a bit emotional. If it got to him. Um, but yeah, I think that's one of the reasons... Esther uh, Lao didn't play as well in an extra time, and uh, they kind of lost their confidence after that. And then Ali Shah, uh, the captain, scored directly from a free kick to give them the two-one win.
1: Yeah, I mean the Hassi Cup. Um, you know, I think it was is important uh, for all teams to try and, and try and compete for it. When it gets to the to the final, when you have got the two Tehran clubs in it, um, obviously it, it, the stakes go even higher. Uh, and then all of, on top of that, Paris is trying to get a double. Uh, also, if Esteghlal would have won, they would have also had a double because they won the the, the the Super Cup back in uh, November. So it was a, a case of that as well, who gets double. So, um, you know, what does this mean then uh, for Esteghlal? Do, does Sapinto uh, keep his job as a result of this this um, uh, cup defeat, or is that still not not a certain? What, what do you make of it? So, it's been on the news recently that Sapinto and SLL are still
2: negotiating over a new contract. Uh, we still don't know for sure if he's staying or leaving. Uh, in my opinion, like I said, I feel like Sapinto was limited with the signings, with the the manage, with the change of management in the season because SLL's CEO changed uh, changed the mail of this twice during the season. First of all, it went from Liu to there. And then now Hojad Karimi who's, uh, who's the acting CEO. Um. so a lot of changes during the season and then the players um, hadn't been paid for months so it did, af- it did affect them a lot um, but I think overall Sakinto should stay I think it's good for Iranian football uh, he's a good coach uh, maybe a bit emotional but he's a good coach um, hopefully he stays but we're going to see what happens
1: Well I think a bit emotional is a bit of a an understanding, <laughs> <it's laughs> a <little laughs> bit, yeah. bit, a little bit emotional, isn't he? I think, I think it's in from an outsider's perspective. Not really much of a, a, a you know, a, a keen viewer of the Persian Gulf Pro League. When I see those kind of things, I don't like it personally. I don't think Sapinto um, has shown good professionalism since coming to Iran. Um, now, that that is part of his character. I, I understand that, but as a as a viewer myself. I don't like it. Uh, I'm not a press Police fan. I'm not an Estelle Law fan. I think everyone knows that very well now. But this is an ACM land top, not a press Police top. Um, so but I don't like it. I I don't like seeing that. I think it's very uh disrespectful to the game, uh personally. Uh you know, I, I think I think I get it. Uh it it does fuel a little bit because obviously he is coaching a big club in Iran and and I think they want a passionate coach, but I just feel like it can be a bit too much. Uh Sina, what do you make of it? Um uh, from, from an Esteghlal perspective? Uh do you like Sapinto? Do do you want to stay on? I think everyone gave this a lot uh,
0: perspective, but generally speaking, um if you want a or if you are a calm manager, Iran is not the place for you to manage. So I mean, you, even even at like you look at the previous foreign managers that they've had. Samachoni again was a very fiery character, although in a different way. I remember his outbursts in the in the in the press conference after. I can't even remember what what game it was. Yeah, the Mashin game, first exactly. game of the season. And 19, and he was, he was screaming and shouting in in the in the press conference. Now, the points he was making were valid, but that's how you have to deal with it in Iran. I mean, we saw K-Rush for so many years fighting with everyone. You can't just be a quiet, calm figure on the touchline or in in the in the press conferences and expect things to to be normal. You have to fight for for things, uh, whether it's refereeing decisions, whether it's getting the transfers you want. It's almost like you're fighting on 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 all on all fronts. Gold Mohammadi does the same thing. I agree that there has got to be a, a line you draw in terms of where that where that passion gets almost too aggressive. Such as throwing bottles into into the into the stand. I agree with you that that's that's a red line that shouldn't be crossed. But at the same time, I don't I don't think we should take away the fire and the passion that the the, the managers bring in, um, mainly because they they do need it to be able to be to be successful. Gol mohammadi I'm pretty sure he's he's threatened to resign again, um, and and as he does at the end of every season, um, after winning the league title as well, at, well not just the league title, the double. Um, but that's again if you were a really calm, collected character who would just accept what you've given, you wouldn't you wouldn't do that. People have to fight, they have different ways of of showing that fight. And um I I don't necessarily have a problem with it.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, okay, let, let's move on a little bit, shift focus to the bottom of the table. Uh Naftal, Masjid, Soleiman and Mess Kermon were relegated uh, this season um from the the second division or the Azadegan League, we had uh, Shamsa azar Qazvin and Estel Khuzestan, who were the 2015 2016 champions, uh, relegated a few years ago. Um, what do you make of the dynamic, uh, Irfan, uh, in terms of them getting relegated and then promoted? Uh, what kind of news is there behind that? Uh, yeah, first, let's, first off, let's start with the relegated teams uh, Naf,
2: Suleiman and uh, Ms. Kerman. Naft Mash confirmed the relegation uh, two weeks before the end of the season. Uh, they were expected to be relegated. They were bottom of the league for most of the season. Um, and uh, I think this all comes down to bad management because not only Naft Mash but the other Naft team in Kurdistan as well, Naft Abadan, um, they, they suffered uh, a lot from the, the management. They were barely getting any funding. So, I think that if the NAFT company cannot support these these clubs, and these clubs have a lot of fans, uh, we've seen their stadiums get packed a lot. I think if they cannot support them financially, then they should maybe step down or sell the club. Because it's sad to see that uh, these two clubs were struggling for most of the season. And uh, even Sanat NAFT were about to be relegated, but then in the last game of the season, uh, they won uh, thanks to a Mamizada goal against Kual Gohar. And uh, stayed up in the uh, PGPL. And there's something I saw um, in the Sanat games, which was really good to see, was the uh, full-out fans coming down to support the Sanat uh, team. Uh, it's good to see this uh, this khuzestan uh, province supporting each other like this. And this wasn't the only example. Uh, moving on to the Azadegan and Kurdistan, who won the sh- um, who not won the league but came second. Uh, in the last game of their season, uh, we saw uh, Naf fans and out fans going down to the stadium to support them. Um, it was really, really good to see uh, these fans attend uh, the games. And then the other team who got promoted from the Azadigan were Shams, Azar, Ghazwin. We've never had a team from Ghazwin in the PGPL. Um, so it's nice to see teams from uh, more unknown areas of Iran. Uh, coming to the PGPL. They had a very good season. They dominated. I think they broke the points record for the in a, in a, uh I It was an 18-league 18, 18 team, but um, Shaara Khudra withdrew at the beginning of the season. So, 17-league team. Um, so, yeah, very good season by them. I'm happy to see them promoted along with Estad Al-Khuzestan or as people call them, the Leicester of Iran.
1: Yeah, and obviously Leicester's gone down to the championship now, so uh, <laughs> maybe maybe he's looking back up again. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe a different name would be better. <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on to the AFC Champions League, the 2023, 2024 edition. Um qualified teams. Uh Sepahan, we know are qualified uh for sure. N- uh, Nassaji G as well. Is that because they finished second in the um PGPO? Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that yeah, that's that the reason. No, because because they, they didn't lose. Why why are they Who? qualified again? Not Nass- No, not They won the house. Haas- no, yeah, they won the fee last season. Oh, last season. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's because
2: right. there's been a shift in the AFC Champions League calendar before
1: it. Went right, right. From uh, yeah, so yeah. So that's so that's what. And obviously, these other two are Estelapierre Police. However, there is obviously a lot of news behind that. Uh, depending on if the two clubs receive or are granted A- AFC licenses uh, to participate in the Champions League. Uh, if they're not given it, uh, which we're still um, waiting on that news to come out, uh, Tirok Tor and Gold Gohar will get it. Uh, of course, Mr. And John finish above Gold Gohar in the table, uh, but because R- R- Mr. Rafsanjohn didn't get uh, their AFC license in time, uh, Gold Gohar would qualify ahead of them. Uh, because the master didn't, didn't get it, so a bit of a a bit of a debacle there. Let, let's talk about it, Erfan. Uh, take us through it, then. Um, who do you what do you expect to see happen? Uh, in in Ugh. in the, uh, Champions League?
2: Yeah, it's really complicated situations. Like you said, Nasr and Sepahan are both qualified. Uh, then the two Tehran clubs. Um, it's not looking good for them. I can't lie. I think it's going to be a repeat of last season. Even though Persuise have a slightly higher chance of getting the license. Um, I still, I'm, I'm still not sure what's going to happen.
1: What, um, what's the problem with Airphone? What, what, what's happened? Why do you not get the air? What, what are you not what, doing? What's, what is
0: required to get the licenses? And yeah, as you said, what, what are they missing? Yeah, there's many requirements.
2: The most important thing is the club has to be professional. Now, what that means, what that means is that the club shouldn't have any debts, any major debts, or not even minor debts. Uh, and then uh, the clubs can't have the same ownership, which is one of the important things here in this case. Estalan and Persepolis, as we know, they're both owned by Vazir Vaazesh, or Iran's um, sports ministry. Uh, and then another one of the things is the clubs should have youth teams. Youth teams, they should be registered under the AFC. And, uh, but the main two problems here would be the first two points and also uh, the stadium. Uh, Azadi Stadium, even though it's Iran's biggest stadium and it has the biggest capacity, it it does still have um, uh, infrastructure issues that they should fix. Uh, So, yeah, the main issues are uh, the ownership ones, uh, which they're saying that uh, they have fixed by giving each club to different ministries, but I'm not sure if that's going to work because they tried the same thing last season. But as we all know, uh, they both failed to obtain the license. Um, debts. Uh, Perspolis don't really ha- don't have any debts right now. Estelar don't have any debts right now as well. But uh, Estelar failed to pay Andres Ramachoni's debt on time, so I think that might cause them some issues. Um, uh, and then yeah, if Estherlao and Perspolis both get eliminated, both don't get the license, like you said, then tractor and Gogo Harwood. Uh, would qualify instead, but if one of them qualifies, let's say Persepolis gets the license, then a Tractor would go to the AFC Champions League playoff uh, playing Sharab Al
1: Ahli. You know, this is one of the things that I've been kind of passionate about on social media is, is about how uh, Persepolis and Estherl aren't really run as football clubs. You know, they run as very much two football teams who compete in the Persian Golf Pro League and in the in the in the Champions League, that's it. They don't really run as a football club in the sense that they don't have a lot of the things a club would have. Infrastructure, as you mentioned, their their own stadium. It's not their stadium. They don't own it. You know what I mean. They don't have real real youth system, no grassroots system, um, no women's team. You know, a lot of things that a club should have. And I, okay, I get it. As you mentioned, they're owned by the government. They're not necessarily getting. The amount of funding maybe they want to get, but the reality is they are the two biggest clubs in Iran, and they always say it. They always are happy to mention it that they are the two biggest clubs in Iran. But the problem is they don't actually act accordingly. Um, so I'm not surprised they're not able. They can't get an AFC license to compete in the Champions League. I'm not surprised because they aren't run like a club should be. Um, so that's my thoughts on it. It's so not know the clubs those, is it? No, it's not the club's fault. It's not the club's fault, but but it, it does it does set a precedent, doesn't it? You know, it's not it's not a surprise. You know, it's not a surprise that they can't no, get it. No, it's not surprising, but
0: I think it's it's important to distinguish between the fact that the clubs are hostages and they're being abused both both clubs. Exactly. By, by how yeah. they're the, yeah, ministry.
2: I think the ministry treats the clubs more as a way to control the
0: fans rather than clubs so there is so many deals being done behind the, behind the scenes personally sold some of that um the the kind of sponsorship deals to one company for a for a certain amount of money across two or three years which meant then any earnings person would have from marketing would just go to that particular company these are all the deals behind the scenes it's just kind of taking advantage of the clubs and it's not the fans fault and it's not the clubs fault either and and although i 100% agree with you, audio and i think Everyone has a responsibility to make sure that the clubs behave um, as they should, as two of them, not just the biggest clubs in Iran, but two of the biggest clubs in Asia. But the reality is, is, is neither of them at fault and neither of them have any control over, over um, what happens. what happens to them. Again, just to finish up on this point, they've been talking about privatising the clubs for the last 15 years Every single year, there is something new that comes up, but, but there is no ending to it. And, and as Elfan said, um, they're just kind of using it to control the people. Okay, so quickly moving on
1: to the women's league as well. Um, uh, Bamat Chatoon, uh, who are the champions uh, of of the the league this season. They are the most uh, the most successful team uh, in the, in the country when it comes to league titles. Uh, they won the league this season. Uh, the top goal scorer for the league. Uh, was Afsane uh, Chad Furnour with 16 goals um, and yeah I think Boham are pretty much uh, just uh, just destroying the opposition as well. moment. Seppon are the only kind of team that are kind of challenging them a little bit but uh, overall Boham seem to be running really well as a club um, and seem to be really just bringing in the best players uh, so hopefully they get challenged a little bit more <laughs> in the next couple of years because it will little good to see them you know, being challenged. Um, what do you think about Airfon? anything you any things to add?
2: Yeah, uh, Bam khatun they've, they've
1: won the league
2: yet again this season. And the player I'd like to mention who was playing in Bam right now is uh, Negin Zandi. Some of you might have heard of her. Uh, she actually played for both uh, the Iranian U20 team and the uh, senior team in the space of a few weeks. Um, She's a really good talent uh, for Iran's standards. uh, She actually scored uh, Iran's only goal in the Olympic qualifying tournament against um, Myanmar. We drew that game 1-1 and that was enough uh, to take us to the next round. Uh, Yeah, she's only 19 years old and uh, to be doing what she's doing is really good.
1: Yeah, brilliant brilliant player. Okay, a new brilliant player, kind of same height as well. They're both quite small, uh, you know, players uh, height-wise. Mehdi uh had a great season revival for him really much, you know, after going to um, the UAE, not doing well at all there. Uh, and now he's playing uh, back in Estegla. Well, he could go back to the UAE if I'm not mistaken. He's on loan uh, at the end of the season, but... Uh, scored 12 goals this season. Uh, challenged the uh, top goal scorer Shaiju Moganlu with 13 goals, very closely. Erfon, uh, you're wearing the long top. You talk about him. Uh, yeah,
2: Hokkaidi had a very, very good season. Uh, more in the second half of the season than the first, because in the first half of the season he only scored one goal um, uh, on his return against Malabon. Then the rest, the other 11 came in the second half of the season. Um, And not only goals, but also a lot of assists. Um, Six assists, including penalties won, um, in the last uh, 13 games for him. Uh, I think he's been one of, if not the best players in the league this year. Uh, And he should get another shot at Team L.E. And I think he will in the upcoming uh, Kappa Championships. And uh, Mehdi Ghael, yeah, a lot of talk on him over the last few years um there was that really good 20, 2021 season uh which got which got him the move to Shahab Al Ahli but then he was very disappointing last season uh and then there's been like you said people people have been saying that uh, he could return to Shahab Al Ahli uh i think his loan will either get extended or he will sign permanently for Al again
0: what do you think went wrong for him
2: at Shahab Al Ahli um I think what went wrong for him was the coach, the coach Mehdi Ali, who actually has some Iranian background in him, uh, didn't know how to use him, you could say. Because when he first came in uh, to Shaab al-Ahli, on his debut, when he came on as a substitute against Sharjah, he did very well, contributing to four goals. uh, And he scored that last-minute winner as well. Uh, But then he just didn't know how to use him. He was playing him. Uh, out of position. I played him as a striker a few times. And Kaidi is not a striker; he's a winger. Um, and it wasn't just Kaidi who was playing badly that season. It was the whole the the, the whole team. Um, I'm not only a PGPL fan. I only I also follow the UAE league. I watch all of if not yeah all of al Ali's uh, games. And uh, yeah, it wasn't just Kaidi who was bad that season. And uh, yeah, this season. Uh, we saw uh how good Shahabal Ali actually were without them.
0: Now that I think is it now the the current current manager. Yeah
2: Leonardo Jardim. Uh, but so, then he's they're saying that he's gonna go to Al Rayyan now. So under him
0: it. could we see could we see Raidi potentially going back and getting almost a fresh start but then if if he's if he's leaving for Al Rayyan, then I guess not. And I don't think so.
1: <laughs> No, played quite well for them though this season, didn't he? he had quite a yeah. decent season. Uh, so hopefully, see what happens. Okay, um, coming back to another, another player who's revived a little bit his career since the World Cup, uh, Roman Rezoyan, uh, obviously uh, for Sepahan. Um, you know, he he was given that recall by Carlos Caro. I think from there onwards, he's kind of just really pushed on and became a really uh, key player for Sepahan this season at uh, right back. Uh, what do you kind of make of him? Uh, obviously, he's a little bit older now. He didn't have a very successful career in Europe. Uh, he, was, he was playing Qatar for, for a lot for a long time as well. What do you make of him now this season?
2: Uh, Ramin Rezaian. Uh, he had an amazing season under Jose Moraes. Uh, not only a good defender, not only getting assists, but he got seven goals as well, which is really good for a right back. He was on the Top, uh, score, top scorers list as well, uh, along with his teammate, Omid Nurafkan. And uh, Ramin, um, there's this question that has always been around, like you said. Uh, should he still be starting at Team melli And uh, my answer to that question is yes, I think he should be, even though we have uh, Sadak Moharremi playing in the Croatian, uh, Croatian league. Dinamo Zagreb, he oh, won the league again. Yet again, congrats to him. Uh, I still think Ramin Re- Rezayan um, is be- is better than him for for Team Beli at least. Maybe something else like club football, but for Team Beli, Ramin has always uh showed up when it matters. He played well at the World Cup. That game against Wales was really good. He played well in twenty eighteen, and this season, he just doesn't look like he's gonna stop,
1: is he? I think that's a good point. You know, I think Moharami is really doing well at club level. He's playing regularly at Dinamo Zagreb now, but. Ramin seems to just have this international um form that just can always can always turn it on for the national team, um right. Come on then, let's get, give me your team your team of the season, Arifan. You we got one there for for us ready. Uh yeah, uh so
2: my team of the season, and this is actually uh I think similar to if not the same as the one that, uh, Metrica pulled out. I'm not sure, but it's uh similar to that. Uh, in goal, Aguirre is band. Uh Without him, I don't think Presley would have been champions. Uh, then we've got the three at the back. Uh, Ramin Reza on the right side, Omino Rafa on the left. And uh, Giorgio Gvalesiani, um
1: as centre-back. Uh, Called up four. to the Georgian national team yeah, yeah. recently. Yeah, very happy Very strange he wasn't actually part of the Georgian national team in the past. I was quite, quite surprised. He's, he's 32 years old. I thought he would actually have been at least... Played for them one or twice. He hasn't played for them before. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, never. That. Majority of his career, he's been in Iran.
0: So I know, it, but, but he's been he's
1: mean? been very successful. You know, he's done really well. Uh, I'm surprised he, even as like a, a fourth choice centre back, he wasn't ever considered for them. But you know, as it is. What it is. He's, he's in now. So
2: yeah, he played at Zobahan, he played at Sepahan, and now at Persepolis. He's had a good career in Iran. Um, moving on to the midfield of four. Uh, on the left side, uh, we have uh, Mehdi Torabi. On the right side, Mohamed Mohibbi. And then uh, on the centre, center, center mid- central midfielders, two players from Tractor: Ricardo Alves, the top assister this season. And uh, Reza Asadi, who's shifted from that uh, midfielder position to um, a striker mostly, but he has also played uh, down the middle. And then um, three up front, Reza Shekari from Go Gohar, and uh, Mehdi Gayadi. And um, Shyamal Gandhi up top.
1: I think I think Shikari is such an interesting shout there because he he has really kind of turned it around. You know, obviously Ruben Kazan, um, obviously for a long time, and then he meant to 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 Police, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, he went there for a bit, but wasn't and didn't really get game time. Yeah. if I'm Not mistaken. Well, yeah. no, 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 no. Sorry, he went to tractor. No, no,
2: no, no, no. Tractor Sazy. He went Tiroc, to tractor Sazy. And then yeah, he didn't yeah, really yeah. have a good time there. That was the same injury same... problems and yeah, the same All season. That's...
1: Obviously, Dejaga and Maso Choojo were there and they were playing ahead of him. And now he's 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 gone to Gold Gohar. He's had a fantastic uh, season. Uh, so he's obviously part of the national team as well. Um. Who who do you what do you make of Ricardo Alves? You know any any more other foreign players that have done well this season? Um... Yeah, Ricardo
2: Alves was one of the best signings of the season. Uh, he he has thirteen assists, I think, uh, which is which makes him the top assister of the season. Uh, even though he didn't get an assist for the last five or six uh, games of the season, and it's not just assists that he has to this game. Uh, the passes that he plays uh, for Tractor, maybe down the right side, down the left-hand side, it's helped him a lot through the season. It's gotten them a lot of goals. Um, and then other foreign players that have succeeded, well, Ghevalesiani, we mentioned him. Uh, Locadia, who left uh, for, because of some issues. Uh, and then Kevin Younger, uh, he was one of the, he was SLL's top scorer last season. Uh, also a lot of goals this season, but this season he played mainly as a right back. Last season he was playing uh more up front since uh, Farhad Majidi played with a three at the back formation. Uh, and Yanga, unfortunately for him, he got an injury in the Tehran derby, not this one but the previous one in the league, and then he missed the rest of the season. Uh, it looks like he's gonna stay with the uh, Estela for next season as well, so that's good to see. Um, it's been a while since. Uh, we've seen a PGPL team keep a single foreign player for more than two or three seasons. Um, and then uh, some some of the other foreign players, Jefferson Bahia, um, the Brazilian, he played a lot for Mesraf Sanjan. uh, He was key to their success this season. Um, and then uh, who else? Rafael Silva for Estaglau, the centre-back. Uh, he was really good as well. And the Sepahan, they've, they signed a few foreign foreigners uh, like Katatao who joined in January but they've all left, this, left the team because they just they weren't as good as the Iranian players in the team to be honest
0: What about the Spanish boys at
2: Fulham? Oh yeah uh, we had uh, Alegria I think one of them was and then there was Roberto Torres Torres just <laughs> Torres did good for one game he scored one goal against Paris Police then he just left I don't know where he just he, he just he just didn't show up at all <laughs> It was really weird. And uh, same with Allegri. He just scored one goal. And um, I don't know what this means. This can mean two things. This can mean that either uh, PGPL is improving because we have players from La Liga who are uh, failing to do well in Iran. Or this just means that the quality is so bad that even these really good players don't know what to
1: do. What does it take to, to maybe even neutralize a guy like Ricardo Alves, do you think? (laughs) and <laughs> give him a passport like Edinho oh, no, no. like you a few years ago tried to get in the national team but didn't happen Um, you never know maybe you see what happens with that <laughs> but <laughs> we do need we do need midfielders in the national team so I would be happy to have him. we do I, we do. I'm, not, I'm not a fan we wouldn't fan, mind them I'm not a fan of neutralising players but that would be one player I would neutralise if I had to Um. alright so just quickly in the last few topics to finish off then uh, in the last couple of notes so uh, stadiums uh, in, in the country um Fuller, obviously, after COVID, of course, very much fuller. But just in general, Fuller, what do you make of it?
0: Uh, yeah,
1: uh, we've seen
2: full crowds in uh, Mazanderan and Tehran, uh, especially in uh, Tabriz and Isfahan. Also in Ahabaz, we've seen it uh, in the full versus the Estadal game. Um, now, the two main ones I want to focus on are Sepahan and Esfahan and the tractor in Tabriz, um, especially towards the end of the season. Uh, we saw them filling up their stadiums a lot more. Uh, Sepahan did something really nice. They offered free free tickets for their last three home games. It was for everyone, and um, I think that's a really good sort of advertisement for their games. Um, we saw the beautiful scenes. We saw how it uh, encouraged the players. They played uh, much better under the fans, and uh, the return of fans not only uh is good, obviously for the pictures were all that, but it's also good for the quality of the league. We saw the league improve a lot uh, since uh, fans have returned, a lot more goals, uh, better quality of football. So it's very good to see what we saw.
1: Yeah, no doubt about that. Appreciate it. Um, oh, but one thing that's been missing, you know, it's not just about full fans, is women's women's supporters. Uh, that's probably the only thing that we can, we can see as a negative. Uh, in that you know, of course, it's full stadiums, but they're not full uh, stadiums with female supporters in there, uh, not as many anyway. Um, what's the update on that? There's always an update, isn't there? There's not much of an update though, yeah. Unfortunately.
0: There's
2: <laughs> Mehdi Taj did say in a recent interview that uh, the problem has been sorted, has been fixed, and we, we will see women in stadiums soon. But that's that was kind of like a month ago and nothing has happened yet. Uh, I think it was mentioned somewhere that at the Azadi Stadium, uh, Sepahan Stadium and Golgohar Stadium can host women till now. But then again, we didn't see anything. So I don't know what's up with that. Um, there have been rumors that uh, these three stadiums and I think Tractor Tractor Stadium will host women. Um, but in a segregated sites on the different side than the men. Uh, they will host them at the beginning of uh, next season. Uh, it's still better than nothing, so I hope that this happens because uh, it's sad that you know it's been mentioned. It's been a hot topic when are in Iranian football for a long time now. Uh, it's sad that women really women can't attend games. Um, they should be able to. It's not nothing bad. It's nothing
1: wrong, and it's everyone's rights to attend football games. Yeah, absolutely. I think we we, we agree on that. At one hundred percent, Airfon. I think seeing you know, your degree has been absolutely fantastic uh, today, with the with the amount of knowledge that he offers. Uh, th- this episode. Um, we've got one re- final question for him.
0: Go on. <laughs> so yeah, just a couple of things. Um, obviously Farhad Majidi at at Tahad Kalba. I want to see how he's getting on, and also with Nekuno being out of work and possibly, let's say, if Gono Ali does leave police. With now that the, the the issues with regards to the um, to the UAE league have been removed, especially with the changing in the names of the league and then obviously with Goyadi and, and Murilohi playing there recently and the, the the relationship our players have had previously in Qatar, can we possibly see Nekuna, Nekuna Mohammadi managing there? Would they be or would the clubs be open to that? And also, if that was to happen, how well do you think they would do? Uh, yeah first of
2: all Farhad Majidi um, he's gotten not really good but I say average results with Etihad Kalba now, Etihad Kalba they're not one of the bigger sides in the UAE they, uh, they're usually one of the favourites to get relegated or finish bottom of the league uh, he finished 8th with them um, it was pretty consistent I think uh, he stayed in that 8th position uh, since the beginning of the second half of the season uh, I'd say it's a good good start for him in the UAE. He's continuing next season as well. He's staying there. Uh, I hope he does well. I hope he can maybe challenge for a top five spot, um, or even maybe try to go all in in the cup and get an AFC Champions League spot. Um, and then the other thing you mentioned, um, uh, Gold Golmohammadi. Yeah, there's been rumors of him leaving Persuas again, like at the end of every season. Um. There's also been rumors of him coaching a team in the UAE, yeah, actually, uh, Emirates Club, who who have been promoted uh, to the UAE Pro League this season. Uh, there's been rumors that they contacted him um, for uh, taking charge uh, for him for him to take charge of the team. But uh, also, we had a lot last, of players
0: used, that used to play for Emirates Football Club. Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. There yeah Leon, I who think so, man. It was there exactly uh, before
2: the. Uh, naming disputes, uh, there had a lot of Iranian players playing there. Not only in Emirates, but um, in the whole U- UAE Pro League. Uh, we even saw Masoud Cherjai and uh, Nekunam there. Um, and I'm not sure about Nekunam. I think he's still just waiting it out. Uh, maybe he wants that job opportunity in Qatar. Uh, but yeah, it's I could see it happening. I could see Gol Mohamedi uh, following in Farhad Majidi's footsteps. And moving on to the UAE Pro League after winning the PGPL,
1: we have one fan question I forgot to mention before we finish the episode. Uh, that fan question comes from Sah Futbol on Twitter. They're asking, uh, regarding uh, PGPL players, uh, and especially central midfielders, uh, who has kind of uh, earned the right to play. Uh, for the national team, or even just get uh, a call up or start, even potentially for the national team from central midfield. Uh, we saw in the, in the squad list called up by um by Kalinoi, There's some new players uh like Ali Azadeh, uh, Mehrana Ahmadi, um Sabate, uh, Imani. So of Imani, course, yeah. uh, there's Mohammad Karimi as well, who was, who was who played against um Kenya, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. so. What do you make of it? Is there any kind of new central midfielders? Because that is a position, as I mentioned, that is massively uh, just low on talent in the national team.
2: Yeah, well, first, uh, Ricardo Olves, sad so that we can't see him at Team uh, But then, uh, so, uh, he's been a player I've been following for a while now. And um, I was kind of shocked to see him in that list. Uh, I'm very happy for him. And I think he does deserve it, but I didn't think uh, he'd really be seen because he plays for a team like uh, Pekan. Uh, but then that's he's not the only one who got called up. We we saw that player from Malawan as well getting called up. Uh, Mohammad Kerimi also. Uh, he's been very good for um for Stepan this season, better than last season. Uh, before that he was kind of uh, in the shadow of Yassin Salmani, you know, as a talent. Um, uh, Yassin Salmani, the big talent, everyone was. Uh, looking at him, everyone was focusing on him. But this season, it's kind of been uh, Mohamed Karimi. And uh, another player I'd like to mention is Arash Rezavand. Uh, he was getting uh, a lot of hate by estelar fans uh, a few seasons ago. Uh, but uh, last season, he went to Fulad. He won the Super Cup with them. He was really good with them, played in the Champions League. And uh, this season under Sapinto, he's been very good. Um, he's he scored a, a few goals, few good goals at the end of the season, uh, some assists as well. I think he was the first Estelada player ever, uh, to get assists in four or five games in a row. So, um, I we don't know still if he's been called up to Team L.E. or not. He might be in the camp, uh, because uh, the Estelada and Press Police players are joining a bit later on. Uh, hopefully he's there. I'd like to see him both as an Estelada fan as a and as a Team LA fan.
1: I think he can. Uh, helped the team a lot everyone I appreciate it my friend Uh, really great insight into all things domestic football and continental football in Asia Um, I think we've covered pretty much everything if I'm not mistaken (laughs) anything we've missed out guys I don't think so Um, No, I think it's been great Uh, Sina again I appreciate you coming on as well Uh, we'll, we will be covering um, the Persian Golf Pro League again uh, as the season starts Uh, we will bring Erfan back on again for sure for that be sure to check out our previous episode where we covered uh, all things regarding um, the national team uh, the the group stage uh, matches against Palestine Hong Kong and UAE in the Asian Cup and uh, we will be back uh, hopefully soon uh, in the next month or so. We've got a few plans regarding interviews and we've got a special uh, couple of things that we're going to try and plan this summer. So we'll, we'll we'll come up with that as soon as possible. Again, appreciate your time, Erifon. Thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, thank you again, Arya, for having me on.
2: Um, always good to be on here.
1: Yeah, appreciate thank you guys for listening again. Thanks a lot, Sina, as well. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you guys soon. Take care.
0: listening to Golbezan and I hope you continue listening to their amazing podcast. Thank you all for the support. Love you Golbezan.